It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. As you can hear the chants from the crowd, let's go, Brandon. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the uh, year end, the finale, the finale of a year of effort. And I'm really looking forward to 2022, mostly because it is an election year and uh, the Democrat Party has to be held accountable for its ungodly overreach and what it has attempted to do with destroying the country. The party needs to be not only driven from power, it needs to be blown up figuratively and started all over again. Because the Democrat Party has never, ever, ever, ever in its history been a force for good. It started off the whole slavery thing, you know, the old slavery thingy and the, the Confederacy thingy and all that stuff. And then fighting for slavery and then the, the Jim Crow thing. Oh, the, and by the way, Democrats fought, fought uh, tooth and nail against uh, suffrage, uh, you know, suffrage. There you go. Suffrage. I'm not just talking about sitting with a Democrat at dinner. I'm talking about women voting. Because seriously, if you're sitting with a Demo- if you have to party with Democrats tonight, that would be suffrage to some degree. I mean, suffering, certainly. So what are you doing New Year's Eve? What are you doing tonight? My daughter was going to have a bunch of her friends over tonight. And I always, I, see, I don't care about going out wearing a tuxedo and, uh, and you know, watching the ball drop. And, oh, my God, it's the end of the year. Oh, my God. And I used to be into that. I used to, you know, at least enjoy a good meal with some friends and all that stuff. But I mean, where we live right now, we just don't have a lot of friends. So, you know, I really don't plan on doing anything but just saying, uh, hey, 2021, how about GTFO? How about that? All right. Now, that said... 2021, personally, was an enormous blessing. An enormous blessing. Politically, the country has suffered. We ushered in a president, uh, an 81 million vote president who didn't get elected legitimately. Yeah, I still believe it. You know why? Because I'm not stupid. And we've had to suffer this fool's uh, idiocy for the last 11 months. And it is culminated with the very last day of the year, the highest COVID infection record in the world. And you want to know why? Well, it's because Joe Biden is in charge. Joe Biden is a giant, blowhard bureaucrat. He always has been. Now, uh, some people in the Democrat Party looked toward Joe Biden for the future, even though that would make no sense at all. But some just kind of, you know, wanted a, a, a warm body, at least warm part of the time, uh, body in the White House. And uh, that's what they ended up getting by hook or by crook. And since then, we've seen an absolutely embarrassing, humiliating uh, leaving of Afghanistan. We've seen our gas prices almost double. We've seen our grocery prices, in many cases, double. We've seen the highest inflation in 40 years. And now this man who promised us, promised us, oh, he was going to end. He was going to end COVID. He was going to end this. And, you know, we're going to put all that. Because you know what? I'm a bureaucrat in Washington, D.C. And like Anthony Fauci, I have all the answers. But really, I don't have any answers at all. So that's where we are at the end of the year. And then on top of all this, 
Joe Biden signed a $137 million deal with a German pharmaceutical company for a COVID test strip factory. And by the way, it's going to take three years to build it and uh, won't start producing any COVID tests until 2024. Now, are you still worried about COVID in 2024? Joe Biden struck a deal with a German company to build a factory in Wisconsin to produce COVID testing kits. They're going to get $137 million of our money for test strips that nobody will need in three years. Sorry. I get a little, like, almost like a Tourette's thing there. I go on Austin Powers when they first woke him up, you know, and were unfreezing. And all of a sudden, he just yell. I kind of do that every once in a while. We estimate the facility will be capable of producing lateral flow membranes in the latter part of 2024. I used to think, I think they used to have machines like that in bathrooms at bars for the lateral flow membrane. I don't know. You know, it was, I'm a little young there you know, for, that, for that to happen. Uh, it fuels speculation the administration testing will uh, still be needed in 2025. <laughs> They're also uh, starting a new buggy whip factory. That's coming out uh, very soon. And then the wagon wheel factory is uh, right behind it. By the way, we're going to have some fun today. I got some uh, satire lined up um, from the last few months uh, that we're going to get to. Um, just some parodies I think you're going to enjoy. You'll go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Uh, and also, uh, very shortly, something that's going to make your head explode. Anthony Fauci says he's been lying about children and, uh, and COVID. For real. And so has the health czar of the state of New York. They've been lying to children about hospitalizations. They've been lying to children and their parents. And if you're a parent who got suckered, it's because you don't do your research. You don't do your research. And you should because it's your kid. My favorite word of the year is the word nonsense. And how there's a point where you've got to look at uh, uh, the dearth of evidence and the, the pushback from the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party, and say, nonsense! The reason why I think Joe Biden didn't win the election is because I'm not stupid. Uh, if you look at all of the evidence, you look at the, the campaigning before uh, versus Donald Trump, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, nonsense. Just, just nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Hunter Biden laptop being held by the F FBI still, still, and the mainstream media ignoring it. Nonsense. I said from the get-go, the Russia collusion story made no sense. Do you know why? Because Russia has no interest in having Donald Trump as the president of the United States. He's a hawk on defense and the economy and intellectual property, among other things. And, and by the way, energy independence. Hillary Clinton bought and paid for Uranium One, $150 million into the Clinton Foundation. Nonsense. Nonsense. And all of these shutdowns and all of this BS and all of this other things associated with the uh, coronavirus and the, uh, the CDC and Anthony Fauci. And now we look at today after two years of this nonsense and we find out we have the highest number of cases in the world and certainly in the history of the virus in this country. 
That said, let's go ahead and play our super smash hit about taking the COVID jab. I wrote this, and Jim Gossett sang it, by the way. Take this jab and stick it. I ain't getting no vaccine. I'm not anti-vaccine. Joe Biden's stupid mandate, the dumbest thing that I've ever Just seen. Just not for kids and people who don't, don't need it. Says take the shot or go home, so I'm walking Going on 50 And he's done D-word for Richard. And now he's trying to bring us down, playing on people's fears. I've seen a lot of folks in D.C. lie. I've seen a lot of pay to play. With Democrats, I've had it up to here. And now I got the guts to say. Sing it, people! Take your jab and stick it. I ain't taking this no more. We still got a constitution that's worth fighting for. It's my body, it's my choice. Ain't that what the liberals say? So take this jab and stick it. This is still the USA. Now it's left of it. Take this jab and stick it. Hey, this is still the USA. But don't worry, Joe Biden has just signed a. A $137 million deal with a German pharmaceutical company to produce COVID test strips, and it won't be online until 2024. And Joe Biden, there's probably a really good chance he won't be alive by then. Uh, Just saying, just being real here. Yeah, really, really stupid. We have a shortage of uh, tests right now, and Joe Biden decides to build a factory. And it won't be online until he's out of the office of the presidency. And uh, COVID will no longer be around. Uh, Kay in, uh, I believe it is Stewartstown, Pennsylvania, is on the phone. Hello there, Kay, and Happy New Year. Hey, Rob, thanks. Happy New Year to you. All right. What What really uh, are you kind of tired of hearing? Uh, I hate that term, transparent. We just, we just want to be transparent. <laughs> you know, like everything's got to be so clear. The only thing transparent is a pane of glass. Yeah. That's what our Biden regime is, a big pain in the glass. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, <laughs> so you're, I don't nice. speak as eloquently as, <laughs> as you do, Rob. I love listening to your show, and I just wanted to put that out there. So I love it. I, I love it. Transparent. And whenever it comes from a Democrat, you know it's, it really means opaque. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call. Have a blessed, have a blessed New Year. Yeah, here's some other expressions. Asking for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. You know, everybody does. It's like you know, wow. I uh, I was thinking the other day about uh, hemorrhoid medications, and uh, I'm just asking for a friend. If if your rear end was you know that way, uh, what would you what would you recommend for the friend that I have who has hemorrhoids? Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sick. Yeah, I got a friend. He's got erectile dysfunction, you know. Just can't seem to, you know, whatever. He was just, we were talking about it the other day. If you know anybody, you might just ask for me because, you know, I'm your friend, you know. Don't really like the words uh, erectile dysfunction either. Erectile dysfunction is what happens when a building falls down. 
You know, it's like, uh, well, we're really not sure exactly what happened. It's probably around the foundation, but it definitely wasn't an erectile dysfunction. I think we should hear another fun song. Uh, I introduced you to a guy from uh, Long Island this year, and uh, he, he's, he's absolutely amazing, and he does a killer, killer Donald Trump impersonation. His name is Sean Farish. I did the lyrics. He did the vocals. Ken Decker did the tunage. This goes out to Nancy Pelosi, crying Chuck Schumer, and all the other career politicians in the fake news. Come on, kick, kick, kick. Song for my generation. You woke November 4th, they call President Joe. Fake news said yes, but we all knew no. Because it was BS. Thank you. But one year in and Biden's gone way left. His reign is based on lies and government theft. You've got to fight. Come on. For the right of the party. What do you think about it? You've got to fight for the right of your party. Not the left. The right. Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. Kicking them out is a no brainy <laughs> The stupid GOP needs to be reinvented. Oh, big time. In Democrats' heads, I live freely rented. <laughs> You've got to fight for the right of the party and the right that you have as Americans. Big, beautiful people, I have to say, you've got to fight. I'll be back in the White House more sooner than later. Hopefully sooner. Of all the presidents, there has been no one greater. Pelosi's going down and so's the miserable squad. will end their tyranny, so help me God. Come on. We've got to fight for the right of the party, okay? We've got to fight so hard. Fight like hell. Fight like hell. When I am back in the White House, we party, okay? And we're going to party like it's 2016. The Clinton campaign is going to be crying again. It's going to be great. Check with the Young Turks. It's going to be melting down. It's going to be a sight to see. Fantastic things, believe me. By the way, he's going to be returning to the speaking circuit 15th of January. You've got to fight for the right of the party. In Arizona, baby. Come on. I need me some patriotic Prozac. Maybe some Donald Trump. By the way, I if you want to... Donald Trump that I approved this message. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. See you in 2024, if not sooner. Uh, 96% of the latest Omicron uh, patients were fully vaccinated in Germany, by the way. Only 4% in the vaccine unvaccinated. So you can stop hating the unvaccinated and wish they'd die. So there you go. New study in Germany. 4,206 coronavirus patients found that 4,020 were fully vaccinated individuals. Now, I am not saying... You should not get vaccinated. Go for it. Go for it. I can't. Uh, my wife did. My daughter did. Both of them got COVID. Uh, my daughter, but apparently now 
The reason why she's not having friends overnight, uh, several of her teenage friends uh, tested positive for COVID. I'm like, well, I've already had COVID. Uh, Kel's already had COVID. Why the, why the hell not have the party? I mean, you guys are teenagers. You're asymptomatic for crying out loud. But they'd probably show up wearing space suits and masks and all sorts of crap that they don't need. And sticking wine corks up their noses to stop uh, breathing. I don't know what the heck else they do, you know, but uh, they're, they're terrified. The uh, mainstream media, uh, Anthony Fauci, the CDC and whatnot, have done a terrific job uh, terrifying children with regard to uh, this uh, pandemic, which they have a one in uh, one million chance of dying from. I don't make this stuff up. One in one million chance of dying from COVID. And here Anthony Fauci is admitting what I have said for a very long time, not only about children, certainly about adults. People are being admitted into hospitals with something else, meaning, uh, okay, you sprained your ankle. Well, we get you in there. We're going to go ahead and do a COVID test anyway. We'll do one of those rapid tests that aren't very accurate. Well, son of a gun, you have COVID. Oh, I know you're asymptomatic and you got a broken ankle and everything, but you know you got to be hospitalized for COVID so we can charge lots of money. I mean, so we can uh, make sure you uh, leave the hospital uh, feeling very well. We don't get any extra money for treating you for COVID, even though you're not here for that. But uh, just want you to know, there's nothing, nothing to see here. No money changing hands here. Here is uh, Anthony Fauci admitting something that I've known forever. And honestly, if you're not mad, you're not paying attention. And I want to ask specifically about hospitalization. One of the recent concerns, I'm sure you're getting asked a lot about this. How do you explain the sudden increase in hospitalizations among children? I mean, if Omicron is less severe and 15 to 20 percent less likely to send someone to the hospital, why are we seeing this sudden increase in children at hospital with COVID? Well, that's a good question. And there are two things that contribute to that. First of all, quantitatively, you're having so many more people, including children, who are getting infected. And even though hospitalization among children is much, much lower on a percentage basis than hospitalizations for adults, particularly elderly individuals. However, when you have such a large volume of infections among children, even with a low level of rate of infection, you're going to still see a lot more children who get hospitalized. But the other important thing is that if you look at the children who are hospitalized, many of them are hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. And a lot of people are dying with COVID, which I would assume would explain why we went from tens of thousands of deaths because of the flu last year to absolutely zero. Look at the children who are hospitalized Many of them are hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. Who says because? Who the hell says because? If a child goes in the hospital, they automatically get tested for COVID. Ah. And they get counted as a COVID hospitalized individual. Okay, let's listen to it again, everybody. That if you look at the children who are hospitalized, many of them are hospitalized with COVID. You're being as opposed to because of COVID. Because, 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 because. And what we mean by that, if a child goes in the hospital, they automatically get tested for COVID and they get counted as a COVID hospitalized individual. And the hospitals get lots of money. 
when in fact they may go in for a broken leg or appendicitis or something like that. So it's overcounting the number of children who are, quote, hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. You're being played. I think I made that clear. They've been lying about the number of kids with um, with COVID. Literally, hospitals have been saying, well, yeah, um, you know, kids come in for something else because there's a high volume of uh, these uh, Omicron patients. If a kid comes in, guys, this has been happening for a year. Obviously, if you are very sick from COVID, you will need to be hospitalized. But now we just had Anthony freaking Fauci just had him say it. You, you want to hear it again? Because you should be outraged and angry about this. Listen to this. Many of them are hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. And what we mean by that, if a child goes in the hospital, they automatically get tested for COVID. And they get counted as a COVID hospitalized individual. Unfreaking believable. I've said from day one, you've been played. I have had COVID. I'm just getting over it. So as far as, uh, you know, me not having any arrows in my quiver, I say my arrow, my quiver is pretty full. And we've been played. In many ways, we've been played. This is the freaking health commissioner of New York admitting they've been terrifying children. Numbers that we gave on pediatric admissions weren't intended to make it seem that children were having, um, you know, having a, uh, a, an epidemic of infection. These were small numbers that we reported in our health alert. Uh, there, that was based on 50 hospitalizations, and I've now given you some larger numbers, but they're still uh, small numbers. It really is to motivate pediatricians and families to seek the protection of vaccination. What? So you're saying that the reason why hospitalizations have increased with kids is they're going in for other stuff. They're being diagnosed with COVID. They're being admitted, and that's being used as a tool to uh, force them to get the vaccine. Some larger numbers, but they're still uh, small numbers. It really is to motivate pediatricians and families to seek the protection of vaccination. Which, you know, I'm kind of wondering about right now, considering I uh, came back from New York City with uh, COVID and my wife had been double vaxxed and my daughter too, and both of them got COVID. But no, no, Rob, it just did not, it was never meant to cure. It was never to prevent you from not getting COVID uh, like other vaccines throughout history. It was uh, about lessening the symptoms and chance of hospitalization. Uh, it's just amazing. Oh, Rochelle Walensky was asked why, uh, you know, you consider it the other day. They said that, well, if you get if the, uh, the old Omicron, you better, you know, stay uh, uh, separated from all humanity for 10 days. And then the next day they said, no, what we, we, did we say 10 days? We meant, uh, we meant five days. And then she was asked, then why the hell should we trust anything you say? And Dr. Walensky, as you know well, the CDC has been criticized for mixed messaging. You know what I, she's so, you know what I, she's so terrible? Because she's a combination of two things that always generally fail if they've been uh, added long enough, uh, academics and uh, bureaucrats. The course of this pandemic, whether it's on masks or on boosters, why should Americans trust the CDC? 
Money. Well, I mean, if you're really gullible and stupid, that's why. job right now is to take all of the science and the information that we have and to deliver guidance and recommendations to the American people that is adapted. Except for stuff that disagrees with the government and the WHO. To the science at hand. This pandemic has given us a lot of new and updated science over the last two years. And it is um, my job to convey that science through those recommendations. And that is exactly what we are doing. Oh, yeah. You uh, you certainly change it. Lots and lots and lots. This is uh, Megan Ranney on uh, CNN about uh, the shortened quarantine and what kind of sense it makes just out of nowhere to go from 10 to 5 days without any real reasoning. The good news is, is that for folks who are vaccinated, there is increasing evidence that if we are asymptomatic, we are not infectious after 5 days. And we should be allowed to be back in society. That could change, but you never know. Back at work back at school, and back at play. The trouble is for the unvaccinated... You evil, despicable, unwashed, unvaccinated, filthy pigs. The data is not as clear, and so they're kind of extrapolating from what we've seen increasingly around the vaccinated to the unvaccinated as well. They do make the caveat that after that five days, if you're out in public, you should still be wearing a mask, but... You and I both know how often the unvaccinated, unvaccinated are probably inbred. Are wearing masks out in public right now, so I'm a little nervous about that part of the. Probably ate lead chips from paint when they were kids. Recommendation. That said, overall, I'm glad to see the CDC following the science as we learn more about the virus. As the science goes in every direction. Virus, we should be changing our recommendations. I just wish this were done in a way that rewarded the vaccinated and didn't put the rest of us at risk. Uh, hold on again. What was that to say again? Hold on one second. About what? the virus, we should be changing our recommendations. I just wish this were done in a way that rewarded the vaccinated. And, and punished the unvaccinated. Oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah. Oh, Chris Hayes, he's so super. He's got a show that's watched by almost nobody on MSNBC. Apparently, he is uh, COVID positive. Nearly 66% of the eligible population. That has transformed. He should be fine. He hasn't gone through puberty yet. Risk level and experience of the pandemic for the vast majority of those people. And of course, there are still people, many people, millions who are immunocompromised or who are otherwise vulnerable due to age or medical conditions. But for the people who don't fall into that category, and we're talking about, you know, 150 million people, maybe or more, those people who are vaccinated, particularly those who are boosted, you know, the risk, the personal risk of, of being exposed to this went from something that we hadn't really dealt with specifically like this before. Yeah, they're uh, catching the virus. In our lifetimes, we hadn't quite had an illness this infectious and this possible to cause serious illness to something that does look more like the flu. And the flu, of course, can still be. Yeah, I've been talking about this for a year there, Chrissy. Dangerous, kills tens of thousands of Americans every year, but we don't orient our lives around the flu. So that's closer to the level of risk that, you know, 200 million Americans or less than that are now dealing with. And then when you add in the sheer exhaustion, many people feel, and I don't have to tell you this, I'm sure, because you're just feeling this yourself, many of you, with the lengths of this disruption in their lives. Obviously, the politics of the pandemic are just completely different than they were earlier in the pandemic. Okay, what he's trying to do is uh, save face because he, he's been preaching the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine's going to save you. You won't get the disease because of the vaccine, the vaccine. I got stuck twice, got a booster, the whole deal. And uh, by the way, he has COVID. Yeah. Wake up. By the way, federal prosecutors quietly announced they've dropped their case against Jeffrey Epstein's jail guards one day, day after Helene Maxwell's guilty verdict. Yeah, these two, uh, these two uh, Bureau of Prisons workers admitted to falsifying records uh, 
uh, falling asleep and surfing the internet rather than doing rounds of checking on Epstein every 30 minutes. So, you know, whatever. Um, he took the easy way out. I mean, if in fact he wasn't murdered by the Clintons. What? Did I say that? Um, if, if, or somebody else uh, associated with the Clintons. Um, then he, he got the easy way out because she's, she's the fall gal on this one, right? She kind of the fall gal. So Nancy Pelosi, right before Joe Biden announced he was going to make the uh, uh, federal car fleet electric, uh, her husband uh, like immediately bought a million uh, shares of uh, Tesla. Well, um, the other day, she was asked if uh, Congress people should be able to buy individual stocks, and she says, we're in a free market. Two days later, Paul Pelosi bought stock in Alphabet worth between 500000 and a million bucks. He also bought shares in Disney worth 100000 and 250000 Over the last, uh, of course, five days, Paul Pelosi purchased stock worth anywhere between $1,750,000 and $2,600,000. Um, she's as crooked as the day is long. Now, she says, this is, I'm not on these investments. I'm not on, this is not me. It's just her giving him all the uh, qualified and secret information that Congress gets and him playing with the family money and making buttloads of money. God, the swamp is so, so, so corrupt. So corrupt. Oh, this is great. AOC, uh, instead of going home to the Big Apple, where 25%, uh, 29% of the nation's uh, COVID infections are happening despite massive shutdowns, she decides to go to Miami and appear unmasked at a little uh, sushi place. Yeah, just hanging outside. And uh, Ron DeSantis tweeted, we hope you're enjoying a taste of freedom here in the Sunshine State. Yeah. In case you want to know. See, this is what Democrats do. They're like the aliens from Independence Day. They move in, they suck out all the life and resources of a planet, and then they move on to destroy more. That's what they want to do to Florida and Texas. And honestly, uh, they should have to have some sort of qualification, some sort of penalty for being a Democrat from uh, one of those Democrat states going into a state that absolutely rocks, like uh, Tennessee or uh, Texas or Florida. They ought to do that. They ought to do that. Should we hear a best of song? I think we should hear a best of song on this last day because one of the things that we like to do here is uh, is satire, and I work with a couple people, Sean Farish, and a guy who is just terrific is Jim Gossett, G-O-S-S-E-T-T. This is one that Jim came up with for Kamala Harris. little theme song about our first lady who's not the brightest bulb. In fact, I'd say she's kind of burnout, to be quite honest. Under creepy Joe, she cackles like a wounded crow. She can't wait to see Joe go and set off to the home. They say Kamala really got around. She dated every guy in town, and then one day she met Willie Brown. The rest is history. He said, Kamala. You're a fine girl, what a mistress you would be. Please don't tell my wife about you and me. Under Biden, Kamala is 
is fate pay, but she's got big plans. It's clear to see in six months, president she'll be. America will say, we'll say Kamala's in the White House. A disaster she will be. Worse Biden. She doesn't give a damn about this country. Jim Gossett, Jim Gossett, yeah, uh, here is uh, Kamala Harris being asked about um, inflation and inflation being transitory. And um, this kind of proves what many know, uh, and that is that um, she doesn't pay attention. She doesn't pay attention. Um, when it comes to, and, and staffers have said, it is clear uh, that you're not working with somebody who is willing to do the prep and the work. With Kamala, you have to put up with a constant amount of soul-destroying criticism and also her lack of confidence. So you're constantly sort of propping up a bully, and it's not really clear why. She doesn't do her homework, and when she can't answer questions, she blames her aides for it. Here she is with a vacant, idiotic answer about uh, inflation. People, they are going into their third year of this pandemic. You're talking about cost of living. Mm -hmm. Was it wrong to consider inflation transitory? I mean, these price spikes seem like they're going to... That's very transphobic. ...be with us for a while. We have to address the fact that we got to deal with the fact that folks are pay paying for gas, paying for groceries, and are, 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 are need solutions to it. So Let's, uh, let's listen to that again, because that's uh, really stupid. I mean, these price spikes seem like they're going to be with us for a while. We have to address the fact that we got to deal with the fact that folks are pay paying for gas, paying for groceries. We have to deal with the fact that people have to buy gas and groceries. Genius! And are, 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 are need solutions to it. So let's talk. She's so in touch. I mean, with Willie Brown. About that. Short-term solution includes what we need to do around the supply chain. Right. So we went to the ports of Los Angeles, Long Beach, Savannah, Georgia, and said, hey, guys, no more five days a week, eight hours a day, 24 seven. Let's move the products. And they didn't do a thing. They just moved half the ships 150 mile offshore. So they don't count because people need their product. They need what they need. We're dealing with it in terms of the long term. And that's about what we need to do to pass Build Back Better. It strengthens our economy. Wow. I mean, that is, you know, the expression dumb as a boxer rocks. Um, with uh, AOC, she's dumb as a boxer rocks without the rocks. Kamala Harris is like dumb as a boxer rocks, but like the really porous, cheap kind of lava rock that you use in the lower part of your grill or maybe as some bad dated uh, landscaping. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.